I'm having a great time, Dennis, because for me at least, summer is finally here. Yeah, that has not been my experience. It is cold as all hell here. Are you kidding? The like, this is one of the things that I struggled with in Europe because not only are obviously European winters much colder than Australian winters, but they're also in the wrong time of the year, right? It's like in awful, December, yeah. hot sunny beautiful and like the australia weather taunting me while i lived in glasgow mm, 31 and sunny back at home and it's like ah yes four and miserable here uh it was really challenging but now i'm back in it and i i can't i can't express like it's like a you know those you know they got like wireless charge you know tesla's tesla's technology that he invented ten thousand years ago has finally come to the fore we finally got wireless charging right Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like hot weather is like for me. I go out on a hot day and my battery's just like, zoop, off we go. No, you mean your human battery? Well, yes, it doesn't charge my phone. <laughs> my phone probably I was doesn't like, I don't, like well, it. I was like, I was like, how warm? Yeah, your phone probably does not like that. Oh, uh, well, I'll say that from the topic. I was going to say a brief tangent. I found a ticking time bomb in my home the day to do with phone batteries but we'll talk about that some other time I think. okay well i hope we remember because this will probably be something that has swept under the uh, under the proverbial proverbial carpet and like the fourth part of your uh u.s holiday story will forever go uh, untold. Anyway. Oh, well, well, i'll tell you about what i mean now so talking about so uh, i'm hijacking your topic already that's fine uh, i'm not actually um I got a new phone recently, mm-hmm. uh, and I want to talk about that. That I do want to talk about a different time, because getting a new phone is nowhere near as exciting as it used to be. So I was like, oh, I'll trade in my old phone. Cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I think I have a phone in a drawer from like a couple years ago, right? That I can, you know, and they'll give you like 120 bucks for them nowadays, because, you know, sure. all those metals are so hard to get and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I opened it up, and what happened to the phone was it stopped charging, so I sent it off to get repaired, and it was gone for ages, and I think I got a new phone on my plan. And then it came back, and I was like, "Oh, I don't need this." And also, they didn't. They, like, it was like unable to complete repair. And I was like, "Okay, well, whatever. Fine, I'll just put it back in the drawer." And it was just yeah. Here's this paperweight that we couldn't fix for you. Have it back, right? Yeah. And I was like, "All right, that cool, Samsung. Thanks." And I opened it today, uh, yesterday, and the back case had flown off. Oh yeah, because of how swollen the battery it's was. It's like it's like a pillow now, isn't it? It's like all it's, there's it's a like subreddit for this called and, Spicy Pillows. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it is, whoo, boy. I, 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 I poked and prodded it a lot longer than I should have before. I was like, wait a minute, I probably should be doing this. But it, it, it's the sort of thing that you want to poke and prod. Like, you want to see how much give it has. Oh, you want yeah. to see, like, oh, yeah. it, you want to pierce it and see what comes out, you know? Oh, yeah. What 100%. what goo lies within? Um, um, for There was no forbidden goo as far as I can tell. Um, but I, I did read a bunch of funny Reddit posts. I, was, I Google, I was like, "How dangerous is this thing?" Right? And it was like, "Oh, if you try slam the phone shut, you can enter third person mode." And I was like, "Oh boy, okay." I did not I ask want you, to go to the Google. You, did you Google how dangerous it was before, after, or during the the time you were playing with it? During, yeah, during, during, verging on after <laughs> the suspicion. <laughs> you just went to check retroactively how dangerous was this thing that I've just done for the last fifteen minutes? Yeah. Well, it was more should I? It was more should I stop? Oh, right. How deep, put, how deep should I go with this? And then I want to put it on the kitchen counter, you know, granite, not particularly flammable. And then I was like, uh, Yuri's going to knock this off the counter and burn down the damn house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd like put it in a crock pot and seal it. And then I'd, today I have to go take it to a special battery disposable place, you know? 
Yeah, I've seen those. But they're like uh, some, sometimes they're like supermarkets or even electronic shop, uh, electronic stores. You it's can an electronic shop house. Anywhere, anywhere that yeah. sells you a phone basically has to take it back. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but I was like, <laughs> so I got so far into this is weird, and like I was, dude, I was both hands being like, I better if I squeeze this back in, I can get the phone closed. That's, and then that's I was like, Wait exactly a the thing. It's like this seems this seems like an undoable problem. All this, all mm-hmm. that's happened here is that we just need to repack this into the back of the phone, like a like a sleeping bag. You know what I mean? It's, that, yeah. It, if it's, I if I just pierce it and let a little bit of the gas out, that's that's it. Just needs to be deflated just a little bit, you know, and that's going to solve <laughs> the problem. Just, yeah, if you plug it in, it, apparently it deflates a little bit quite quickly though. Yeah, well, that's fine. At least the problem solved. Well, you know, at the end of the day, you're probably not worried about the phone battery anymore. Like that's, that's probably that's probably not your primary concern after that happens. I did. I did love slam a book on it to enter third person mode. I was like, oh no. <laughs> but now I kind of want to try that. Now I kind of want to do that. You know what I mean? It'll just anyway, explode. Well, when, Dennis, when I go out and about in the 30 degree heat that we are absolutely loving here at the moment in Queensland, uh, awesome. and when my, my phone battery turns into a, a spicy pillow, I'll be sure to let you know. I'll be dropping cinder blocks on it from 50 meters away just to see what happens. Um, and that'll be a fun episode of the podcast. Or. It will never. There'll never be another episode of Have a Listen to This because I was standing too close. Either way, it's going to be a good time. Um, but I have to say, once again, to drag drag back to the the topic I wanted to get across today, I am just loving the hot weather. I can't like we're totally opposite in in this regard, yeah. right? Like yes. you like you like it when it's cold and chilly. First thing you do into a hotel room when you go into well. <clears throat> Second thing you do first. The second oh no, thing you it's do, the first thing. It's the first thing. Oh, it's the first thing. Oh yeah. Take care of that. T- take care of the temperature. Get yourself nice and comfortable. Get yourself situated. Now you say that like when you you say I love cold. I love cold weather. I like it when it's a cool like twenty two. Well, but that's what I'm saying. No, but don't, don't don't lie because I've seen you. You go into your hotel room and you turn the air conditioning down to the lowest possible setting. You will put that down to twelve if it'll go that low. I do like sleep. Oh, I have one time when I was in Croatia. Which is quite hot, you know, frequently 40, 43, 44 degrees, which I imagine is getting up there even for you. It's um, it's a fun novelty, but yeah, after a week or so, it's like, all right, this is, we can, we can, we can bring this down, yeah. We can bring this down a little bit. Uh, we turned the air conditioning on and mm. we turned the air conditioning low enough mm. that it froze its, the mechanism in itself and broke. <laughs> Too good at its job. Victim of its oh, own kind success. Of. The, guy, the guy came in and was like, you can't have air conditioning this low, it break. And I was like, why is that a setting? Why does the why machine is- have a self-destruct sequence built in? What are you talking about? I'm happy to sacrifice future being, being hot in the future because I need to be that cold tonight. Yeah. But I'll do the opposite. Second thing I do in a hotel room, Dennis, is just crank that up. Crank it up as high as, basically as, high as it'll that, go. No, we should trade rooms. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. That's because they ter- both start at neutral. <laughs> that's a terrible idea. I would I would hate that. Um, but one of the great joys of moving back to Australia has been enjoying the the hot weather. And and I guess like the it's hard to really qualify this because a lot of it is kind of intangible, but like the smells and the sounds of summer. Stuff that you forget about. Like cicadas, right? And the 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 smell Horrible. of like no what, what? Do you not have cicadas in Ireland? No, you don't, the, do you? The, the bugs, of course not. No, yeah, like it's a, it's a sound that is very unique. It reminds me of being a kid on summer holiday. The sound of the the, the 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 smell of like grass in the sun as it like kind of dries out. You know I have, what I mean? I've had that, but no, cicadas are, cicadas are like baby casadors from Fallout, dude. I'm not here for that. See, that's that's crazy to me that because one of the things you do as a kid. So cicadas, for those who don't know, are like large quite big insects they're probably about as big as like a prune like a grape a big no bigger than a grape they're like yeah you said a prune a grape those two things are wildly different sizes how big is a prune isn't a prune a just a grape? like 
I think it's a prune. No, I'd say a, pr- no, a raisin's a grape, you idiot. Oh, it is. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> what's a prune? A plum? A prune is a date, right? A date? Who's eating dates? Yeah. Come on, get out of here. No, I was right. A prune is a dried plum. Get it, it up plum, here. Right. It, it is, is a, a dried plum. Yeah. Okay. Well, hang on. Don't, don't, don't even get it up. You're five seconds ago, you thought, you thought dried grapes quadrupled in size, turned into prunes. We're, we don't need to point fingers and say who said what or what it was, Dennis. It's fine. We can move on and accept that I was right about prunes being dried plums. Anyway, they're big is the point. They're big. They're large bugs. And what they do is they, they live underground, they're flightless, and they, they live underground and they rub their legs together, which makes this very strange noise. But it's, I, I find it quite peaceful and soothing. Other people hate it. Megan hates it. It's like crickets. It's like crickets. But then, no, it's not, it's not as abrasive as crickets. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's a softer sound, I would say. Anyway, um, after a while, they, uh, they burrow out from under the ground. They climb about halfway up a tree and they, they shed their skin, right? And they fly away because they've got, they're like, it's, I guess it's like a metamorphosis or whatever. They've got wings and then they're, they're winged cicadas and they fly around for a couple of days and that's it. I sent you a 10 hour of cicada stands if you want to pipe some into the that podcast. That would be, for yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, it's just, it's, so, it's such, uh, it's just such a relaxing sound. It's anyway. just this horrible, weird squeaking. It's awful. Anyway. Um, anyway, they leave their skins on the, on the tree, right? Like hooked into the tree still. They're empty skins. And these okay. things have like the barbed feet of an insect that you can take off of the tree and put on people's clothing. If we're talking about classic Australia, Australian summer experiences, which is some of the stuff I want to share with you and can compare and contrast classic Irish uh, summer experiences, you know, staying at home mm. while it rains outside. Um, All right. You can take these cicada skins off trees and put them on people's clothing without them realising. And it was something mm. that we loved to do at school was try to see how many you could get on, you know, the back of Martha Brown's T-shirt before she turned around and screamed in terror because she had 15 cicada skins on her T-shirt. You know? ah, yeah. That's really funny. That's good. Um, I don't another- like cicadas. I don't like summer sounds. I don't like any sounds. That I don't being like said, any sounds, um, he says, while I'm recording an, an audio-only uh, media, well, piece I, of media. I also, 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 did you see the thing I tweeted about my Spotify wrapped? I demonstrably like sounds quite a lot. Yeah, you, you, so for those of you who missed it, Dennis tweeted asking if he genuinely was the number one listener to Spotify because you had, what was it, 200,000 minutes or something? 208,000 minutes. It's about nine and a half hours a day on average. That's absurd. Like, I got 89,000, and I can't even begin to brag about that because you are just so, like, well, it, it's just incomprehensible how much, like, you're listening to music right now on Spotify. Yeah, of course. Yeah, see, I'm not because um, like, I, I have the I, I, you occupy my 100 percent of my attention. I have the politeness to turn turn it off. Other stimuli, turn it off while I'm recording. But you, no, no, no such. No I don't such know how, I don't know how you don't empathize with this, Riley, as a man in, in in his 30s. How how dangerous it is to be alone with your thoughts for even a femtosecond. I cannot allow mm. that to happen. Single a single <laughs> no. moment's peace, not not possible. It's not a single moment's peace. I did see someone tweet. Um, they ran the numbers based on like how much Spotify pays an artist, mm-hmm. you know, and they took like an average song, like three three minutes and forty five seconds or whatever. Yep. And figured out that once you break, I think one hundred and ten thousand minutes or something like that, you are costing Spotify money as a customer. Oh, so they still made money off of me with my eighty nine thousand. Yeah, but they didn't offer me. I am I am a power user to the point where it is bad for Spotify. They're paying more in royalties than my subscriptions cost. You're, you're going to get an email from them being like, uh, Dear Mr. Straniak, we have reviewed your usage of Spotify and we are pleased to announce We need you to you buy three will, subscriptions, please. You, <laughs> will, you will now be upgraded to our super user plan. Uh, you pay three the times Straniac as much. The Straniak tier. You're the Straniak tier. Three times as much and no extra benefits. 
I do. Lo- I can't. I don't. Does anybody have more than I do? I haven't seen I've, anybody I, with a higher number. I haven't seen it. No. I, it, it would be interesting to see. I mean, it it'd be good to get that tweet. Like, have that tweet get some traction so people can actually. Like if we yeah. get enough eyeballs I want, on it, I want to get a wide audience. Yeah, we, we want to get someone at least close to it. Yeah, last year's one had a "you are in the top X percent of Spotify users in your country," and mm. mine did say zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sorry, no. It said it said it said you 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 listen to Spotify more than one hundred percent of people in Ireland, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so even more than yourself, you listen to it even more yeah, than you yeah. do. Can Dennis anyway. make a Spotify playlist so long even he cannot listen to it? <laughs> Classic summer experiences. Another one I want to tell you about yes. is getting uh, is getting summer feet right. So this is the thing that Australian, usually Australian children do. I still do it a little bit as an adult, but Australian children. Um, see, okay. I make that broad generalization. Now I think about it, it's kind of weird. Maybe other kids didn't, don't do it. I definitely did it. My friends definitely did it as a kid. Getting summer feet involved going out onto the hot bitumen, like the asphalt of a road, right, in your bare feet. The hot what? Bitumen. bitumen. What the hell does that mean? B-I-T-U-M-E-N. Bitumen. Like the the... The stuff Bitching, that they make, yeah. The stuff they make roads with, asphalt, really. Yeah, asphalt. Okay, well, I don't know. We call it bitumen here. Why? I don't know. <laughs> this is another perfectly good word. Oh, what? And so we should, we should all stop calling it the sidewalk and instead just call it the footpath. Yes. Well, there's lots of different words for lots of different things, Dennis. Different words for I different purposes. I'd never heard bitumen. Bitumen. I guess it's just like a. Chem- I was very confused. I don't know. All right. Yeah, Look, I'm out. I'm out on the blacktop. Right. I'm out on the blacktop. Right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> and uh, so you would stand there, right, with other kids, and see who could last the longest on on oh, the sure. hot, hot so, road. And it would so it first would, degree burns on the soles of your feet with <laughs> well, summer feet, is it? Basically, it, it well, the thing is, it would turn your feet into leather. Like you would, you would be able to go and walk on like the. Now, see, I'm going to talk about another Australian thing, the Bindi, right? And everyone's going to think Bindi Irwin, not so. I think she was maybe named after this plant. A very, uh, It's very hard to see, but it's almost like a thistle. Like it's like a spiky plant that lives under grass canopies. And if you stand on it, it's very unpleasant. Like it, it jabs into your feet. Oh, I do know these. Yeah, I've seen these. Yeah, I know yeah, these. Yeah, right? And you could walk on them if you had good summer feet without it actually piercing the skin. So having good summer feet. Right? So you're a hobbit. You, you are a hobbit. You are a hairless hobbit. And okay. highly coveted, highly coveted summer feet, right? A very, a status symbol amongst, uh, amongst mm. primary school age children in Australia. Not, and, and there's another, and this is kind of gross here. So get really, get yourself, get yourself ready for this one. Because they got to come off once autumn rolls around. <laughs> one of the great things about having summer feet is when that leathery sole started Ooh. to peel. Because you be because obviously what everyone tried to do was take off the longest the or one. biggest, like basically, yeah. you know, uh, basically, like when uh, you peel an orange in one go. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to you, uh, you know, you you you're skinning yourself essentially. You know, you are flaying the bottom of you're your. Molten, yeah. <laughs> You'd have little collections of foot leather, like gold member in uh, in in Austin Powers. Awful! It was it's it is pretty gross in hindsight. I wonder if I've still got any of my foot leather hanging around somewhere. I wonder if I do. It was a great treasure. Did you give it a day. box? Hang on, what? I don't know. It was one of the things you compare with other kids. You'd be like, oh, I've got this strips like five centimeters long, and then you know Jerry Jira could come and say, well, my I've got one six centimeters long, and then you'd try to really carefully peel. Best time to do it was after uh, like once you've been in the bath because it was nice and soft, so you could like nice and supple, so you get lots and lots off in one go. You know what I mean? So anyway, awful, those were my awful, perfectly awful. normal summers as a, as a as a child. What did you get up to in the in the hot and heady summer days of uh, of the Irish? Uh, uh, of, I guess what is it? Yeah, June, July, August. So something, Riley, that we have that is not unique to Ireland, but unique to countries in this portion of the earth, mm-hmm. 
is, and it is, it is seminal in Irish culture, is the grand old stretch in the evening. Oh, dude, no. I, oh, I miss, I miss, this is something I miss about Europe, man, especially in and Queensland, because there's I'm no even, I'm, even further, I'm, I'm even further north here than, when, where, than you were where you lived, you know what I mean? Well, where, in Glasgow? No, you weren't. Glasgow's way further north than Dublin, right. what are you talking Glasgow's about? I think it meant Berlin. Actually, Berlin's, about, Berlin's only a little yeah, bit Yeah, but Berlin still had the, the, this, oh, I loved it. Anyway, yeah, tell the listeners, because this is, I, this is it's, uh, one of the so, best things about European summers. Well, currently we're going to the other end of it, Riley. Yeah, so you, do you, you, do, you, sun- do have to, you do have to pay the piper, yeah. Do you know when sunset will be today as I record this podcast? Yeah, like 4.30. 4.10. 4, 4, 4, 10. Yeah. 4, 10. 10 past 4. Oh, oh that's 10 stinks. past 4 will be sunset. 10 past 4 will be sunset. And sunrise wasn't until 20 past 8. Yeah, it's so, it's just so debilitating, man. Like getting up when it's dark going to work when it's dark, coming home and it's already dark. Like like we um are, even our sitting room has those big windows out front. Yeah. The other problem is that, is that the midday, quote unquote, winter sun is at like, is parallel to the yeah. horizon. So yeah, if you're like driving, <laughs> it's just blinding you. It never rises like high, like there's no overhead sun in winter in, yeah, in exactly. Europe, right? It's off at a Whereas, ridiculous angle. But in the, in the summer, in June, ooh, maybe. Sun, sunsets routinely at like, yeah, uh, you know, 10, 15, 10, yeah. 20 p.m. Like at 11 p.m. it is still light enough to be out and about. Twilight, like it's, yeah. Like it's dusk, right, at 11 p.m. And it's still warm as well because the sun has only just gone down. But so the, what you'd get there is on, the, on your summer holidays mm. from school where you get three months off, right? Um, your mom would be like, well, just come in when it gets dark. And you're like, hey, that's midnight. Let's go. No problem. <laughs> See you at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. See you um, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's probably the only thing Irish summers have to offer, aside from. <laughs> so, do you, do you have ice cream vans that come around to like the your state? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Around you. Do around, you have optimistic oh, ice cream vans? I thought, you, I thought you said they go around the state. I'm like Queensland's pretty big. I don't think they go around the entire state, but yes, around the no, estate, no, the, yes. house, the housing estate. Um, I don't know what you mean by optimistic ones. They just play. They usually play Pop Goes the Weasel. Uh, yeah, they play that kind of royalty-free yeah. sort of yeah, it just goes horrifying dun, 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 tunes dun, 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 that get yeah. Doppler affected into oblivion as they drive <laughs> that back. That is true. Yeah, yeah, awful. Yeah. But um, optimistic ones, it's, as, you, as you alluded to earlier, Riley, sometimes here in the middle of the summer, it's piss and rain. Yep. Ice cream man still got to go on his run, though, mm. just in case any kids want to run out. And there's nothing more tragic than looking at the window and seeing the ice cream van parked outside waiting there for two minutes being like maybe they're just going to get to ask their mum first and change yeah. maybe they'll be at any minute I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure they'll come out and, and, and sample my wares I drove all this way yeah awful that <clears throat> that is very depressing I do not recommend that yeah. but no we don't have any like temperature based things um, well I can tell you you certainly do from an outsider standpoint as someone who routinely you know has 38 40 45 degree heat to deal with mm-hmm. scotland ireland england wales particularly the british isles i've noticed is it does happen on the continent but to a lesser extent it gets to like 25 and people are panicking it's not even just like mm, it's a beautiful oh, it's summer's news, day yeah. i'm gonna go out and make the most of it it's like we're gonna die we are gonna die of heat exhaustion like it, it is gets 20- to like 75 fahrenheit and it's on it's on the news yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. It, like like the one time it snowed in central Melbourne and there was snow on the train tracks, so the trains all got cancelled because there was snow here to, get the tra- to get snow off the train tracks. Ireland doesn't really get snow, and if it does, it never quote-unquote sticks. Yes, yeah. Um, but when it does, one time I remember there was like the big freeze in, I don't know, 2013 or 2011 or something like that. Mm. And we got, you know, five inches of snow. Yeah. And so the, the, country, country the country just shuts down. In infrastructure collapsed. Yeah. It was like the walking dead, man. It was awful. Um, the, yeah, trains wouldn't run. Half the roads were closed. They were like, we don't know what to do about this. This is not a thing that we've been prepared for at all. Because when, like, when I, li- I lived in Canada for a while, right? And it obviously snows a ridiculous amount in Canada, but they're used to it. And they have the infra- like the salt trucks come out, the the snow plows come out. Like they're just they're just ready for it. Whereas like it snows in well, I was going to say Australia, but even if it snows in Ireland, people are just like this is the end of the world. What is this white stuff falling from the sky? Why is it wet? I don't understand. But then I my parents are from Mostar in Bosnia, mm-hmm. Bosnia Herzegovina, which is sort of a bit further inland, and there are times when it will routinely be fifty one degrees. See, you that's know. a little hot. That's that, Riley. The hottest temperature ever recorded is like fifty-three. Do you know what it does allow you to do though? Up, up. You can do this from around forty-five upwards. It's a lot of fun, and it's 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 a, an incredible party trick for foreigners, right? You can fry eggs on, on the cars, pavement on or on cars. Or, yeah, or, or, on, if you go into or, car on, on the bitumen, on the bitumen, on, on the bitumen, you can, you can have a bit, you can have a bitumen fried egg. You telling me a bitumen fried this egg? Um, you can fry an egg you on the pavement. Tell me a bitumen fried this egg. You can you can fry an egg on a car bonnet, and it's quite. I mean, I've done it. It's quite an entertaining thing to do because yeah, it's so hot that you just crack the egg onto the car, and it goes and immediately got like the, the yolk goes white. Oh, sorry, the the the, the albumin goes white, and the yolk just gets the white goes color. white. Stop calling things weird things. <laughs> well, it's not the white when it comes out of the egg. It's clear, right? Like saying the white the clear, goes white. Yeah. Speaking of cars in the heat, Dennis, as a man who. I guess as a passing familiarity with hot weather, do you know what the most dangerous part of the car is on a hot day? What's the part of the car that you really have to be careful? This is something that caught Megan by the surprise. The, the door handle. Uh, yes and no, not really, because like that's no. I wouldn't say that. The thing that if is it, most, if, it's a, if it's a silver door handle. Ooh. Yeah, but you like that's the sort of thing that as a like you're ready for hot stuff like like that. I'm saying what is going to give you a third degree burn without you realizing that it's what what's going to jump out of nowhere and and all of a sudden just burn you to cinders. Oh, the buckle on the seatbelt. It's just the seatbelt, man. Yeah, you get into especially for like a woman wearing a crop top, right? Get into a car, mm. pull the seatbelt across. All of a sudden, you've got a red mark across your shoulder come out, because come that out thing looking, is come out looking like a flame grilled whopper. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh dude anyway look i am absolutely loving this weather I, I like it just it's so nice being in a proper summer again it's so nice just having hot weather that is so, like you just go out and it's it's just it's like standing in front of a hairdryer i don't know why it gives me so much energy I, like it, megan so many other people find it so draining when it's hot it's funny watching megan um in the in the Discworld series by terry pratchett very good series of books i recommend it very highly um there's a species, the trolls, right? And they're, sil- they're a silicon-based life form. And they, they live in the mountains. And then they come down to the hot city of Ankh-Morpork. And yeah. the heat slows down their, like, circuitry, basically. And so they have to go into cool rooms if they want to think about anything in particularly hard. Or, like, get those hats with, like, little fans on, right, to keep them cool so they can actually think, pro- think clearly. Megan's like that. Megan is like a Discworld troll. It's 35 degrees. She can't concentrate or focus on anything. Put the air conditioning on, wait for it to come down a bit, and she's 
back rider's rain, turn it off, and it's just funny watching her sort of like power down. I get re- I get fussy. I get angry if I get yeah, too hot. You get you get a bit ornery, yeah. I get cranky, yeah, for sure. Well, luckily, luckily for you, Dennis, it's not gonna. There's not gonna be a hot day in Ireland until July, and then it's only gonna be for a week. So you got nothing to worry. Yeah, about. I would pump. <clears throat> Actually, last year this year it was it was routinely like twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty degrees. Mm. So you know, yeah, oh well. yeah. So the 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 year that I leave the British Isles, they're like, oh, finally, we can put the heating on. We put the heating on. Yeah, Riley's gone. Riley's gone. We don't have anything left Riley, to disappoint. This past week, actually, yesterday, at time of recording, mm-hmm. I was a victim of the worst crime in the world: genocide, bureaucracy. Oh Riley. dear, even worse. Sure, <laughs> I was a victim of bureaucracy. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yesterday, Riley, yeah, I had my driving test. Dennis, you didn't tell me this. You didn't even tell me this was on the radar. <clears throat> well, it wasn't because we did. Um, I think I, told, I thought I told you last week. Anyway, no, you didn't. Yesterday. You told me about how you didn't go indoor ski, indoor indoor skydiving. I didn't do that. That's true. How was that? No, was that a fun experience? My, not going indoor skydiving? Uh, it was neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I um. Do you think you'll not yeah, go indoor, so, indoor skydiving again? I mean, I've been going not not indoor skydiving for probably probably most days yeah. so far. So, so I, think think I think I might maintain you that. Think yeah. Stick with it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so sorry. I, I, let, let's talk about this driving. I had no idea this was even on on, on the agenda. Well, I've learned to drive because mm-hmm. um, you know I'm almost thirty and I should know how to drive, basically. And that's <laughs> and that's around the time that most people start, you know, around the around the age of thirty, they start going, mm, yeah, I should learn to drive. Well, I I, I was like, people start, try to learn when they drive and they're fifteen, sixteen, and went, mm, double it. So that's where I'm at. Um, and we're in an interesting position because I don't like driving very much, and Nikki hates being driven. So <laughs> that, that's been a fun dynamic. Oh, because um, she, she she's like she's got quite bad motion sickness, right? She gets she gets really really car sick unless she's driving unless she's driving. So this is a situation that works out for you very very well indeed. Smashing gender stereotypes as well. I commend you on your. Oh, I'm the passenger pro- princess, a hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, I like that. I, like I will often, I will often be driven around by Megan, and I love it. So I had, so the, I'm not sure how the driving test in Australia works. Where where I assume is where you got your license originally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but here you have to do 12 you have to do a theory test which is like 50 questions of like you know should you speed up and try hit both of these children at once and you're like well no and they're like mm, very good here's your learner part, learner part. <laughs> yes I know I, I know the correct answer I should only hit one um, exactly yeah be, be discerning only in moderation I love that and then you get- I love that, but they should really put they should really just ratchet that up it's like hmm, you're continuing on a road and there are there are five people lying tied across it in front of you. Do I was you, asking Nikki to quiz me, and she gave me basically the trolley problem. And I was you like, you know, this is the quiz, right? <laughs> you swerve onto a side road and instead, instead hit one person. Oh, dear. So you didn't uh, have to deal with that. Your, yeah, and then you have to do your 12 lessons, mm-hmm. um, which is a relatively recent thing. It's only in the last 10 years or so. If I'd done my driving test as soon as I was able to, I wouldn't have had to do that. Mm-hmm. And then you have the driving test. And the driving test, they ask you a couple of questions. You know, who has right of way in a junction, yada, yada, yada. They ask you to pop the bonnet and be like, show me where the engine coolant is, all this stuff. What? And then you, oh yeah. That's, wow, that's, because all the other, all the stuff that we've talked about so far, 100% don't expect that on a driving test. Now you're getting quizzed as like a, a, an apprentice mechanic? Oh yeah, pop the bonnet, show me where the engine coolant goes, show me how you would check the oil level, show me how you'd use a dipstick, show me where the wiper fluid goes. That's actually show really where- good. I would not be able to pass that. Uh, uh, so Riley, well, uh, you want to know a common two? What, what, where, where are two reasons you might not want to check your oil right away? 
Um, you don't you you have to check it when the car has been driven. You don't want to, you don't want to check it cold, but you don't want to check it like the moment you get out Hot of the car after driving. Yourself, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you want you want to wait like 15, 20 minutes after the car's turned been turned off and then check it, right? Uh, something like that. The other yeah, one, yeah, both of us obviously huge petrol heads. We're we're, we're well yeah, across you, this. Yeah. You can't you can't check it on a hill. Oh, because it comes out like it needs to be level, so it gives you an accurate reading of how much. Yeah, I didn't think about on that. On a little dip, yeah. Didn't think about yeah. that. Anyway, yeah, yeah, you have to pop the bonnet, do all that stuff, mm-hmm. get in. They're like, then you know, they're like, show me how you would turn on your rear fog lights. Show me how you would, uh, you know, uh, demist the back window. All this crap, right? A car comprehension test, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, all right, and then and then they, they make you drive like eight kilometers, and you the things you have to do, you have to start the car on a hill. Mm-hmm. Yep. You have to um, do what is now referred to as a turnabout, no longer a three-point turn. Because okay. it might take more than three maneuvers to execute it safely, Riley. Yes, okay. So they don't, they don't restrict you to just three. Yep. No, uh, it's, it, it should be five, I guess, then. Yeah. Or, 20, and then you have to do A 27-point turn if, uh, for, for... Like if an awesome power. Yeah. they're feeling very lenient, yeah. And you have to do one thing that I think is something you do, you do in your driving test and then literally never again which is reverse around a corner. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... I don't know how many corners I've reversed around. Yeah. It's like start in traffic in a lane. Do you drive on the left or on the right in Australia? On the, on the left, yeah. So, and then reverse around a left-hand corner to be in a, the other la- a lane again. You know what I mean? What? You're basically, you're basically doing a left turn backwards. Why? Uh, to, uh, it's to show your competence, and you have to maintain the same distance from the curb the entire time. It's quite hard, actually. Yeah, I was going to say I wouldn't be confident that I could do that. It's hard, and if you hit the curb, it's an instant failure. <gasps> an instant failure for the entire test? Yep, it's a grade three, I believe. Holy moly! What? But if you end up too wide, it's only a grade two, and I think you can have yeah. nine of those in total. So you you err err on the side of wide. And I was going to say, is there a distance that you have to maintain from the curb? Because I would just do it from the right hand lane, and then well, I technically Four, did. no, uh, forty five centimeters. That's obs- half a meter. Away. That's obscene. That wow. All right. So the Irish Irish drivers, I imagine, have to be the best in the world. They're actually not bad. Um, although something that I mentioned this before the podcast when I started driving, mm. I was like. I kind of didn't realize that people aren't on rails. You know what I mean? Yeah, people can drive like, cars I knew that yeah. in my like frontal cortex. Yeah. But in my lizard brain, I was like, oh, and that car has to stop. No, it doesn't. It simply doesn't. Yeah. But Riley, none of this was relevant to me. Okay. Yesterday. Why is that? Did you just fail just straight away? What, did you get in the passenger seat and be like, mm, yes, this is how a car works? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, yesterday, Riley, was when the I need to, when I need to get in a car from somewhere to somewhere else, I get in on the passenger side, and that's how that's how Correct, cars yeah. work, there, Mister Inspector. Yeah, I call Nikki. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> now, there's I, an interesting I, I, you, I need you, Mister Stranick. I need you to get in this car, and I need you to get out of it eight kilometers down the road. Like, okay, let me call my wife. <laughs> well, here's the weird thing: you have to bring your own car to the driving test. You can't; yeah. they won't give you one. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I'm can't I can't drive a car without someone in it who has a full license. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. What's Nikki supposed to do while I do my driving test? Just chill. I don't know. That's what happens when you're te- like your your mum drives you to the to the or your dad drives you to yeah. the, the testing center and you they sit there while hangs you hangs out. Yeah. yeah, just hangs out. Yeah. Uh, none of this was irrelevant. Yeah, first of December. What, what what was up with that? Nikki's motor tax expired on November thirtieth. Oh no, dude! So her car wasn't it wasn't like wasn't road legal? Wasn't roadworthy? Well, no, it it wasn't roadworthy. It had been renewed. Yeah. 
the new disc had been issued, uh-huh. the new disc had been shipped, but it had not arrived. So what's the disc? Is that like a little sticky you have to have somewhere? The little stick, your sticker you put up in the on the car. Yeah, right. Yeah. We don't use them in Australia. The, guy, the cars either register or it's not. It's all, it's all digital. Like we have, we have these amazing devices in Australia called computers. Bro, I had a phone email that was like, hello, this car is registered, no problem. And if you were to get pulled over by the police, they'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But not good enough for Mr. Driving Instructor. Oh, the driving instructor. Did he, Don't say the driving instructor failed you. Yep. You got a grade. You got a straight, straight to a grade three because the car you presented was not acceptable. Oh, no, no. I got a DNF. Did like, not, I didn't get to do the test. Well, you know, you got a DNS then, not a DNF. Yeah, you got a did it didn't not start. start. Yeah, yeah, it didn't start. Back, so I'm back on the waiting list, out my 85 euros. Disaster. That is a travesty. Uh, yeah, it was it was rough. Nick, I was I was pretty upset, and Nikki was pretty upset too. What's what's going on with old mate? Has he got a quota that he's like, oh, it's 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 now December, and I haven't hit my quota in, of fail of failures. In the guy's defense, he was extraordinarily apologetic. Well, so he says he's probably getting a bonus every time someone signs up for the thing. Well, he wants to fail people, probably. So there's two things. One, they actually do have a quota. Um, so I, I everyone's bet they like, do. Oh, don't t-. they do? Yeah, I bet they do. Um, so someone's like, people are like, oh, don't take your test towards the end of the month because I'll be looking for people to fail. I think that's nonsense, to be honest. So you booked it on the first, uh, not <laughs> you probably would have. Well, that wasn't my intention. Got on the thirtieth, yeah. But he was like, "Is there any chance it's in the glove compartment? Do you want to like have a route around?" And I was like, "Mate, it's in the mail to like Nikki's pair, oh, like old home address as well. It's not even yeah. like I know it has." We could flag down a passing I, postal worker and see if they've got it in their bag. Maybe that's a better chance of it being in the than yeah, it being and in the glove box. And he was like, "And in this credit, he was like, I can do everything else with you just for like practice's sake if you want. I just can't let you take the car out of the passenger thing, out of the parking spot." And I was like, "Well, all right." Okay. He was being nice about it. He was apologetic. Um, but yeah, didn't even get to try. And I, I've been nervous about it because it's one of those things where like, I've left it so long. Yeah. Right? It's now a thing, right? It's now a thing. Yeah, I've been, yeah, yeah. quote unquote, learning to drive for like the guts of a decade. Yeah. 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 And it's just uh, my whole life I've grown up on the, a bus line into town where, where I went to school. Mm-hmm. A lot of our friends don't drive. And... um you know, and then I married this wonderful woman who has a car, which has been very useful. And, and the other thing um, as well, like for, especially for American listeners who don't live in major cities like New York or, or DC or oh, something yes. like in, I would say the overwhelming majority of, of major European cities, you don't need to drive. You don't need, it's yeah, like, you, you don't need a car. You don't need to drive. Like you can go your entire life, never, never getting behind a wheel. I am, I, I live in not an amazingly well connected area mm. and I am within a 12 minute walk of, I would say three supermarkets, a doctor, a therapist, two pharmacies, mm. like it's fine. Well, and not, not only that, if you want to get into the center of Dublin, if you want to get to, if you want to go and have a drink at Temple Bar, Dennis, the most famous bar in Dublin, you mm. can, <laughs> you can just do that without needing a car. Like that's there is just, a, there yeah. is a, there is a bus every seven minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and that and that yeah. is not very often. No, I would say, right? Yeah, like because it's only I, it's only really one bus. Yeah, when I lived in Berlin, if I wanted to go and get the S bahn somewhere, I like waiting for waiting five minutes for the S bahn to arrive. Oh. Is a, that's a long time. Well, Dublin is also one of the worst connected transport cities in the world in in Europe by a mile. Is that right? Why is that? We, we, we don't we don't have a metro, so it's all buses. It's all buses and yeah. a couple of trams. Right, and right, one right. and one and one train line. Well, the train line's so, like a regional train line, right? Like that's the one that goes through Bray and stuff. That's not, that's not like no. That. It just goes. It, 
It's the Dart. It's the Dublin Area Rapid Transit named after the Bart. Um, <laughs> you got the Bart from, uh, from, from California. They, they genuinely did. They genuinely did. Yeah. Um, and it's just, yeah, it runs the whole coast. So okay. and naturally and like those are the busiest places. So it's got a couple stops in Dublin. It's got a stop at by me and yeah. But that's like that. I wouldn't I wouldn't call that like a city's public transport service. That's that's like a regional public transport service. It's for commuting. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, it's like it's like the V line in Victoria, right? Like you've got the you've yeah, got the, yeah. the 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 trains in Melbourne, but then like the V line will take you like to Bendigo or whatever. Yeah, I love public um, transport. But yeah, I, like public transport is just it's you know Dennis, you don't even you know what bugger them. Don't go back. Don't waste another eighty five euros. Just. Go on the bus all the time, all the time, for the rest of your life. Don't worry. Let about me tell you, Riley. If if we have a kid, my wife is not going to drive herself to the to in, in labor to the well, hospital. So I mean, I need, if, to, I need to get I need to get that driver's license. With the way that you're, with the way that you've been going with your, uh, with your, you know, progress to learn to drive, I don't know which is going to come first. Whether you'll have a child okay. or whether you'll get your driver's all license, right. we'll we'll find okay. out. Okay. I remember doing yeah, my driver's license. At- um, I remember doing my test. Very, I wasn't one of the oldest people in my cohort in like year twelve because I turned eighteen in Victoria. You can you can't drive until you're eighteen. Um, I was I, I turned eighteen in May, right, which is halfway through mm-hmm. the school year in Australia. So I wasn't one of the oldest people, but I was one of the first people in my year level to get his license, right? And you, I mean, to Americans, like a superhero, right? Well, to American, but the thing is, like, American listeners are gonna be like, "Yeah, so what?" I was driving to school when I was fifteen. There's a, there's literally like a car park for students at my high school or whatever, right? In Australia, it's very unusual to drive to school, but there wasn't a rule against it. And so when I asked, "Can I park in the staff car park?" the school was like, "I guess." And so <laughs> being able to drive to school in Victoria, yeah, as you say. Just a rock star. Like it was people are trying to like get lifts to the train station with you and all that sort of stuff. Horrifically inefficient it, driving through traffic in, and also in a, in a school uniform. <laughs> You're sitting yeah, in traffic friend, on Hoddle Street in, a, in, school, in school uniform while everyone else is driving around like they're high-powered business jobs and you're there as a little kid. Oh, my goodness. My friend Nick, my friend, my friend Mick had a, a Nissan Micro or the Micra, if you will, mm-hmm. um, in sixth year. And, yeah, it was it was unusual to have a car for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was it, it, it yeah. was it was it was good. I enjoyed the the status, and I mean, I certainly needed all the help I could get. I wasn't the most popular bloke at high school, but once I had a car that could be leveraged for you know social points, and I became the designated because I don't drink alcohol, and so once everyone started getting out, getting boozy on the weekends and stuff, I was always the designated driver because I had my I got my license before most of my friends, right? And mm. I tell you what, if you're talking about fame, fortune, adulation, try being the always 100% regular, reliable designated driver at the age of 18. You make a lot of very you get brief invited to every friend. party, yeah, man. You get invited Absolutely not, everything. Not for the reasons necessarily you're hoping for, but you are at well, every single party know. because at least four people want you there. Mate, if you're driving, it's probably better if you just wait out in the car rather than coming in. Like that's probably like, just easier for just you, right? Keep the engine <laughs> running, man. Like you know, you don't need to come in and like, hey, it's just it's loud and noisy. Like just just chill, man. Just chill out here, and we'll we'll come out when we're when we're ready. I remember um, at one party, a bunch of people tried to hotbox in my car. Uh, which Ooh, I was, which, spicy. which I was not happy about. Right? They were like, "Hey, can they're, we go?" They're to making you? you drug driving by accessory. <laughs> they're like, "Can we use your car?" And I was like, "What do you mean use my car? You're all you're all drunk as hell." Like, "Oh, we want a hot box." And I'm like, "Use the I don't know, go into the bathroom or something." I don't know where people whenever, normally yeah. hot box, but I was like, "You're not hot boxing in my car. I'm not having the smell of weed follow me around as I drive everyone home." Like, what are you talking about? 
Riley, I have one rules the road question for you from Ireland that I think you will find very amusing. Okay, yes, hit me. This, this is this is this is this is really. If, I'm really hoping this isn't just a, like, do you accelerate to hit two kids or whatever? I'm hoping there's an. I hoping hopefully there's some meat on these bones that I can chew on. Dennis, go on. Let, let's let's uh, let's. Riley, there me. are three people you have to obey traffic directions from. Like okay. you have to listen to what they say. Yes. When you are driving a car. Okay. Can you think of who they might be? So this is a question in Ireland, right? Yes. This is on the Irish. So if I said the police, I would be wrong because you don't have police in Ireland. <laughs> a guard is one of the answers. So yes. I, I, you know, this is not a joke, dear listener. In Ireland, they don't call them the cops. They don't call them the police. They call them like in a medieval township. They call them the guards. If someone if broke were, into your if, house, if I, yeah. If I were, if I were to say call, my car got broken too. Oh my god! Did you call the guards? I did. Did you call, call the guards? The guards. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a man, that was never strange to me until you pointed out to me how cool that sounds honestly but it's like ah oh, a, a mad axe berserker broke into my potion shop and took away my tinctures and onions guards guards yeah <laughs> call the guards yeah, um, you call the guards all the guards are coming yeah, and yeah. They, 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 <laughs> they turn up in their helmets with their pole arms with pole arms yeah stop you violated the law you know that's what happens so in guard- Ireland a guard is one of them. Can you think of the other two? The other two. One of them, I think, is guessable. One of them is guessable. The guards? Okay. Who else is doing that? I guess construction workers, like with the with the nope. lollipop signs? Clo- are you getting close? No, definitely. You've, you can't just ignore the... Like, when the bloke's standing there you with, like, the, the sign that says slow and stop. A flagman? You can just ignore that? Got, uh, no, but he, he technically doesn't have authority to tell you what to do. All he can do is operate the sign. So I, so you're telling me in Ireland that they've reduced the, 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 the lane. It's a two-lane road. They've reduced it to just one, and there are two blokes swapping around the go and slow, so the, the stop and slow signs, and you can just be like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it. I'm just going to go straight into this oncoming traffic, and that's well, fine. No, you have to obey the sign, not the man. We salute the, we salute the rank, not the man. <laughs> so you do have to obey the sign. You do have to obey the person operating the sign. Obey the sign, but no, you know, that's not oh, the answer. There are two of I see, because like, yeah, there's no one operating a stop sign or a giveaway. So, uh, yeah. Okay, so when you go up to the witness box, it's it, for the pro- witness for the prosecution. <laughs> the sign, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just the stop sign. You were you were very close to the lollipop though. Oh, it's it, it's got to be the people outside the front of schools though. Lollipop men, lollipop ladies. A school warden. Yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. They, in Australia, they wear white jackets with like an orange sash, yep. and they blow a whistle and walk out in the middle of the the street yep, and hold yep. up the sign. You sign. have to listen to them. You have to listen to them. They okay. have authority. Well, that's good. I would say that's the third a good, one. That's good. Third, the one, third one. I'm not going to get. No. Much in the same vein as calling the police the guards. Oh, right? okay. What is it? The Lord Mayor of Dublin? The Lord... The, no. The, the, what is it? The Petty King of Connacht, is it? No. Closer, Riley. The Lord High is, Chancellor of the County of Meath. <laughs> it's a shepherd. No. Dude, stop it. No way. It's a person in charge of a herd of animals. So there's a bloke there. He's got his crook. His sheep are coming across yeah. the road and he has as much authority in that situation as a guy As a police officer. With a halberd. <laughs> thanks for listening to this week's episode of have a listen to this we do hope you've enjoyed the episode and hey if you haven't doesn't matter the the download numbers show up all the same so whatever suckers but if you did enjoy this show please tell your friends about it and uh, look tell people that aren't your friends tell acquaintances and even your enemies again the downloads show up all the same uh, and if you want to support the show, if you really like the show this much, you can uh, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash 
have a listen to this and get access to uh, behind the scenes stuff, early early access to episodes, all sorts of things. Uh, we are definitely in this for the money, not for the love of the game or anything like that. So head over to Patreon and uh, help us get them rookie numbers up. 